You have entered the 13, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together. Turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to The 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13. And on today's episode, I turned 40. And I have a bunch of friends and family. Well, you know what? They're all family. I have a bunch of family come hang out with me and we just talk. We get uh, we get down into some things, you know, maybe uh, talk about some things that uh, people don't normally talk about in their day to day lives, which is what we love to do on the 13. We also talk about music. We also talk about, uh, you know, aliens and all kinds of fun stuff. So buckle up, buddy. This is great. And it's the very first episode of the 13 podcast with multiple guests. Enjoy. Thank you guys so much for being here on the 13. I appreciate this. Everyone who doesn't know what's going on, um, everybody surprised me for my 40th birthday last week, and uh, the the universe didn't want it to happen, so we're making it happen in a day. And uh, so, anyway, guys, the, one of the first questions I want to ask every single one of you, and this is going, this is going to hark to music because it's a music podcast, and we're going to start with Deanna. Deanna, uh, what are you currently listening to music-wise? It doesn't have to be a band. It could be a just some song you like or whatever. Do you have some? And the reason I'm asking is because I need a new playlist, and I want you guys to make my new playlist. And I have a pen. Huh. If I don't you know. don't know, I can circle back. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Celine Dion. You should add that to your list. Which Okay, well, which song? <laughs> My heart will go on. Any of them. <laughs> the one from the Titanic. Okay. Celine Dion. We're right. We're adding that down. Darren, what's yours? Oh, I haven't even been listening to any music. Oh, okay. That's not true. I was going way back listening to some Gary Hughes. It's a uh, new age stuff. Yeah. Way back. Way back. Um, yeah. Gary, he, he, anything in particular from him? Um, no, just the whole album. It's kind of a whole album thing for me. Um, Ancient Evenings, I think, uh, was the name of it. Perfect. Awesome. Writing it down. Jack, what are you listening to? Uh, I've been branching out a little bit lately. I've been listening to Stuck on You by Naolu. It's a Japanese band. It's like Ooh, a sort of J-pop thing, which is weird because oh, you think song. I'd be more of like a metal guy, but... I listen hey, to everything. I love it. I I've tried to. I've been trying to branch out myself. Stuck on you. And what was the N O W L U? Now Lou. Okay, right on. Thank you, Robster Lobster. What are you listening to? Uh, so yesterday I saw for the first time Bridesmaids. Okay, uh, <laughs> and at the end of that movie. Uh, they have this band come. This the the sisters, the Wilson Phillips sisters, are is, yeah, the Wilson Phillips sisters, and they sing this song "Hold On," which I totally forgot I even existed, and I was like, it just flooded all these memories of the '80s. So that's that's what I'm gonna put on. Okay, perfect, dude. Thank you. See, see, like when I go to work, 
on the way to work Monday, I'm going to have all of these great things to listen to, and they're not going to match at all. And it's going to be perfect. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Bobby or David, what have you guys been listening to? Well, I'll go. I guess audiobooks don't count. Huh? <laughs> uh, audiobooks do count. So, I'm just, I'm listening to an audiobook right now called The Fall of Lucifer, and it's fantastic. That's metal. Yeah. Well, we'd have to have a whole uh, a whole uh, episode dedicated to audiobooks. Uh, okay. But when, when I've been uh, pulling up on my Amazon Music, I guess, um, you're going to laugh, but Lab Rats. Lab Rats, really? Yeah, Lab Rats. Uh, Midnight Train is uh, generally my go-to song when I want just perfect, something to dude. kind of chill and rock to, you know? Dude, I love it. Awesome. Bobby, what about you? Well, I'm not really a music girl. I'm a yeah, audio book so podcast. We're listening girl, to but... the Zelda, the Zelda, the score to Zelda. So yeah, I was gonna say Lindsay Sterling. I love Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Writing it down. And she does have some Zelda stuff. She does, dude. Lindsay, <laughs> she's awesome. Brandon, welcome. Hi. Brandon Thomas from Expanding Reality, everybody. My Saw, good friend. I've known him for a thousand Hi, years. Uh, Brandon, so what we're doing uh, right now is we're getting we're doing what we do on your show. uh, Frequency theorists, let it down. Let all the hair down. Uh, I was putting it back up. It was all (laughs) fucked up. Go ahead. (laughs) We're uh, we're doing what we do on uh, the frequency theorist thing where we're just kind of making a playlist, except my playlist isn't going on Spotify. It's just something I'm going to listen to on the way to work on Monday. So have you been listening to? like real recently what's something you would recommend me check out yes i'm gonna hop on my spotify for confirmation because my music just i changed so much i've been listening to a, i mean raw is a given because of ben oh, right um anytime that song comes on i'm just which which raw it. song though because they had a couple Stein. on the oh yeah that was a good one um, I'm going to go really uh, interestingly with this. I'm going to text it to you, Ryan. Uh, it's called Moonlight by this lady. I'd never heard of her before. And it was a song that popped up. And now it's just cool. And now it's just a groove. And it's going to not sound like it comes from a guy that looks like this. But I'm jamming to this lately, honestly. Kelly Uchris. Uh, her name is K-A-L-I. Last name U-C-H-I-S. The song is Moonlight. I just texted it to you so you have it directly. Oh, it's just a jam, dude. I've been doing a lot of like different stuff and having just grooves in the back. There's another one, Flow With It by St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Like Just all these things that pop up in that just sort of chill funk category. And I'm just like, man, add it to the playlist. So that's dude, honestly I, what's been around lately. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. This is great. New shit. I'm telling you, man. So new, my mo- I had to look it up and tell you the name of it because I don't, I haven't been into that long let's see my monday is going to be just fantastic now because i'm going to start the day off with like this crazy genre all these different genres of music and we're just gonna have a great a great day awesome so brandon one of the other things we're doing is a raffle and um what's your favorite number what range uh all ranges any range (laughs) i mean lobsters lobster already said 420 so you can't take that one I wasn't going to. That's too obvious. I knew lobster <laughs> wanted. I hear you, lobster. Um, I intuitively, I'm going to say 10, uh, 1033. 1033. Don, you got it. I got it. Thanks, Brandon. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> nice okay. to meet all y'all, by the way. This is oh cool. yeah. So everybody, yeah. that's one. Of, that's one of the things I kind of wanted to do. Um, literally, everybody here is family. I mean, every single one of you, including Brandon. But uh, more more so, 
it's most of you and and of course lobster you know your family lobster you've been family for fucking ever i mean like 27 years right maybe 29 30 45 i mean i'm only 40 so we've been friends for 45 years right yeah i think that's dang you're old yeah a hundred years a hundred years that's right that's right well we yeah we may have met in a previous life and that's totally cool but anyway long story short uh Let's start with everybody just kind of saying hi and who you are to introduce people. I mean, obviously the family knows who you are, but and but let's just say what's up. So Deanna, say what's up to everybody. What's up, everybody? I am the oldest sister in Dawn's family. Good times. Darren, you're next. <laughs> where, where did that southern accent come from? I'm done and I'm with this one. That's how I'm part of the family. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Where did that Southern accent come from? I think we guys, we went camping and that happened too. And you, we were like sitting around the campfire and you're like, where did, where that, did, come from? How, no, where I, did that accent come from? They just show I up was, sometimes. When I was younger, I had it a lot. Like, so I don't know. That's my real accent. Awesome. Jack. Uh, my name is Jack. It's nice to meet y'all's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm where that southern accent come from uh, i miss <laughs> you i'm a uh, david's kid he's the one over there okay. whichever direction he's at up there somewhere yeah, it could be anywhere it's down in the middle lobster tell us a little bit about yourself um my my name is rob uh and and i go by robster the lobster sometimes uh <laughs> other times i might go by uh, uh cheesy ball or or uh, uh, Robbie Dobby Do, or I don't know. There's a slew of names out there, I'm sure. Um, and yeah, I met Brian through mutual friend uh, uh, Byron, and uh, and we've been friends ever since. And we lived close together. We live far apart, but we've always kind of like uh, you know stay connected, heart. and and uh, yeah. And I need to go, I need to get up there to Kingwood and see you guys again soon. Uh, yeah. You have a puppy I haven't even met. We got so many puppies. Um, we, I, you have a puppy I haven't even met. What's your puppy's, your new puppy's name? Oh, you haven't met? Uh, this is Princess Buttercup. Oh, yes. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> snack. Yeah. Butter, butternuts. The dog, the eighth intro. It's cute. Butter stuff. Butternuts. Butternuts. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. what's that movie? I can't even remember the name of that. Uh, Half baked. Half baked. Yeah, that's perfect. The perfect 420 movie. It is. It's perfect. That's why it's your raffle number. All right, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, tell us a little bit about yourself. Or just say hi. Um, well, hi. I'm Ryan's sister in law. I'm married to David, Don's brother. And then been around for, for a while. <laughs> David. What's up? Yeah, I'm, Dave, I'm Don and Deanna's uh, brother. I'm the oldest of the Armstrong uh, siblings. And uh, so, yeah, that's my role. Awesome. I can and pick on everybody and get away with it. <laughs> yes, you do. And, dude, you're like you're like the father figure, brother. Like, you're, you know, when I, when I, you are. When I went to go ask, uh, when I wanted to ask Don to get married, I came to you. You know, like. There, there's a reason for that. And I love the shit out of you. I love the shit out of all of you. And uh, yeah, anyway. Love you too, brother. 
Nice. Uh, Aww. Brandon. Aww. Aww. Virtual hugs. <laughs> Brandon Thomas. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Brandon Thomas. Uh, Ryan and I have known each other, God, like 20-something years. I was telling our story the other day, picking somebody up from the airport, and on my key ring is that little leather <clears throat> pick holder. I still can't still, believe you holding, still have that. Off. I know. It's it's barely hanging on there, but it's been on my keys since I met you, man. It's It's gone to every – it's been the key ring that all other keys are built on. So uh, we met uh, via this key ring that um, you had on your – pants as well because we all wore them on the outside so we wouldn't give our guitars you know belt rash or whatever um and yeah dude so i guess me uh i'm just a dude you know i'm out here uh i guess deliberate creating it up i've kind of unsubscribed from the matrix if you want to put it that way and i've got a publishing house and a very successful podcast and we're been in a few documentaries i was a guest author in a book a lot of things are coming together right now that are huge and very cool um and I'm just loving every minute of it. So, yeah, that's kind of what I've, I've got going on. Wife and I have a ranch in North Texas. It's great. We've been out here eight years, just had our ninth year anniversary. That's going great. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. How how are How's everybody doing in the heat out there? It's hot, dude. It's fucking hot. And um, it's, uh, I mean, it's like everything's dead. You know, the donkeys are great. We just took them a bunch of apples. And uh, we have a bunch of stuff that we had for them that was cold. So, like uh, cucumbers and apples and all kinds of stuff and filled up their water. So everybody's doing well. It's just hot. You know, they've got a plenty of shade and plenty of water, plenty of stuff, but it's hot. Right on. So one of the things is I wrote down this list of things when it was just going to be uh, me and a couple of guys that are not here today, but um, it was all just like music and conspiracy theory stuff. So I'm literally going to jump right into some weird stuff that some of y'all may not know anything about, or may have more opinions on, than I even knew you did. And I want to hear what you think about this. So is the government talking about aliens a distraction? Or do you think they're like, they finally are just like, oh yeah, there's aliens now because there really are. Anybody yes. can go first. Yes. To both? Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, Jack, I mean, elaborate. They, they've yes done that for a while, you know, it's just, Something comes up, then, oh, look, aliens, something comes up. Oh, now there's a war over there. You know, it's just a lot of stuff happens to cover up little things, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. But also, the galaxy's so big, I'm not saying that there couldn't be aliens, all right, that they, they right. could exist. But if they had the technology to come here to visit the planet, I don't know if we, it'd go under the radar as long as it had, you know? Sure. But, yeah, my, my thing about it is like if if they were able to come here, are they going to be if they were going to be hostile, they would already have been hostile because they yeah. had the technology to come here. So they was not a dang thing we could do about it. Yeah, it would be like, all right, we're going to. But like if you're a dude trying to take and Deanna and Darren, you guys can you guys take pictures of birds. If you're trying to take pictures of birds, like you're, you're trying to not scare the bird, right? Not trying to. <laughs> freak the Gosh. bird out if you want to study yeah. the bird you're trying to hide maybe hang out behind a rock and be like man got the that birds aren't bird. real man the birds, birds are robots. real that's all right the government that's drones government drones dude birds aren't real birds are fake they charge on hashtag lars lars is fake yeah. <laughs> the aliens spy on us bird drones i mean maybe aliens look like us i don't know what brandon what are you thinking 
Oh my God. Does anybody else want to go? Because I could go for a while on this. <laughs> anybody else got any thoughts or you know, comments? Like, you, ever take, you ever take a dollar bill? You ever take yeah. a dollar bill? You ever see a dollar bill? Now, you ever seen a dollar bill on weed, man? Behind <laughs> <laughs> the bushes. Does he have a gun? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's a good, you know, so is, oh, is like the government $2 telling $2. you aliens are real important to you? It's usually my question with that. Is government disclosure important to you? Is the government's coming out and saying, hey, we know what aliens are and here's what they are from our perspective and this is what they are. Like, is that important to anybody here? Not really. It's no. fun it's to talk about. Yeah. Day. Is it going to lower the housing market cost? <laughs> It's the, it's, an, it's the interesting part to that question because a lot of people talk about disclosure as we are now. And that's been my thing from the go. It's like, you know, is disclosure important? And I've not had a great relationship with the authority figures in my life. Let's say pastors, teachers, church, uh, you know, politicians, all of that stuff. So I just have a very, uh, I come in with a very sus attitude about it with a sort of a, not a wound, but just a once bitten, twice shy thing. Like I'm out of looking at that as a means of telling me something authentic. And so whenever it's breached, to answer the question, Ryan, um, I look at the way that it's breached and they're not having people like me that are really asking questions like, well, maybe there's no from there. Maybe there's the aliens are from here all along and maybe there's no such thing. And like, what is this place? And I feel that there's a lot held from us about what we are, what the structure of this place is, what our purpose, if any, or the meaning that we can give life, how powerful you are. That's a huge apprehension of your psyche based on predictive programming and all sorts of fun things. But um, when the governments now are talking about it, they're, like I said, not asking philosophers like me about it. They're parading in front of you military generals and people telling you how much of a threat it's going to be and how um, important it is that the governments and militaries of the world work together uh, and then I'm thinking also back to that Reagan speech. You know, this has been planted all along. So you can look back to the 89 uh, Reagan, Ronald Reagan speech where he said, and he said in two different speeches, but that was one of the more notable, uh, where he said all of our differences would vanish in an instant if a threat from outside were to come in, an alien threat. And he said it uh, in the UN in 89. So then you're saying, okay, well, what differences do we have? Like I have a difference of opinion on wanting to be controlled in a system that's full of pedophiles and stripping you of your sovereignty. And that, to me, if they're putting out in front of you that differences would dissolve because of an alien threat, and now it seems to be that we're presented with something like an alien threat, or it's at least being talked about that it's going to be a threat, um, then what I'm thinking is the differences dissolve is your rights and your sovereignty. So when people are sitting there saying, yeah, the governments of the world are coming out, aliens are real. Yeah, dude, they've been around for a long time. The question is, and the conversation we've been having is not, are they real? It's what are they? What are what's our relationships that what's that relationship to reality? What does that show you beyond what the structures here gaslight you against that's right in front of your face? And so that's where I'm at with it. I think that uh, the governments of the world are telling you something is going on. Um, they're packaging it in the perspective that's always perception management, which is what their job is. is to yeah, it's aliens. Apprehend <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Today, it's like the Simpsons thing, when they pull the mask off, it's both lizard turds under each mask. That's kind of what it is. It's just a, it's a game out there, you know. And that game wants you to be a certain way, and you don't have to stay subscribed to it. So that's kind of the way I look at it. Dude, I love that, and that was super deep. Like, like I had to sit there and go, yes, 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 
Yes. And then my brain this is what it is. Me. That's how I see <laughs> Bobby, David, what do you guys think? Distraction or uh, or reality or both? I, I think distraction. It's not something I've really even paid any attention to because it doesn't affect my life at all. So I'm not really all that interested in it, honestly. I'm like, oh, yeah, but I have bills to pay and I'm looking for a job. So like, I don't really this isn't earth shattering. This isn't changing my world or my perception of anything. So I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into it. Well, there you go. Yeah. The aliens aren't invading. The aliens aren't hot. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, not like That's in your backyard or something. Like, hey, what's right. up? Yeah. Have you heard the new thing? The police oh, department saying. Sure. No, please go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've been uh, fascinated about the sightings for years, and what uh, I love that they've declassified a lot of the uh, the the audio and the video, right? You know. But if you look, go through those tapes, and I, I've been kind of a nerd on them a little bit, they're consistent, right? You know, the, the, the overall shape and the movement characteristics are just consistent. And right, so the sci-fi geek in me, you know, it has all these scenarios in my head. Well, is it this? Is it a probe? Is it a ship? You know, I mean, what could it be, you know? And uh, I keep circling around to the Atlantis thing, you know, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah. it's got to be something, you know, and I don't think that it's a natural phenomenon. I guess it could be, but it's just something it's a bit of technology and science that, you know, we just haven't uh, developed enough understanding to even comprehend it. Right. You know, because you just can't move that way. Right. You know, with the yeah. technology that we have, you know, and our science just doesn't can't even unravel, you know, that concept yet. So it's pretty fascinating to me. So I think it's legit and real now, whether it's, uh, uh an alien being or uh the extraterrestrial or even uh, terrestrial you know like the atlantis you know funny thing right we don't know and i think that you know you know our technology you know will catch up to us and we'll have answers 50 100 years down the road yeah i like i love that and you know what i what i really like is that you mentioned atlantis and then all i can think of when an armstrong mentions atlantis is Stargate. Immediately go to Stargate. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're going to ascend. You know, it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. That's interesting how they bring that up. Um, Lobster. What do you think? Distraction, reality, all of the above. Reality? Why are you guys seeing it? Why are you seeing <laughs> the truth? There's aliens. They're coming to get us. They're going to probe our behinds. <laughs> How come no one's doing anything about it, man? Protect your bum. No, um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, like I had a philosophy in college. I had I'd written down in my shower, uh, deny the believer and question the skeptic. And right. and what that meant to me was that like if if someone came to me and they just you, you know completely believed something to their core and like they just like <laughs> they would not listen to they would not even entertain like another opinion or point of view. I was just going to deny that. I was going to deny that. And then if yeah. someone was skeptical, I was going to question that person and say, why, why, why are you skeptical of this? Like, what about this? I'll play dev devil's advocate a lot of times. And, and, you know, I think, I think it's a distraction, honestly. Uh, I think, I think the, you know, the, I, I, I think the whole, like I watched the, court proceedings and i think the big thing is the guy was saying you know interdimensional so maybe not even aliens but right. 
you know, I mean, but it's it was just it was just Congress, you know, basically saying, oh, are there are there programs and things that we aren't seeing? And you know what they said? They said that, yeah, well, uh, you know, every year on the on the Pentagon's budget, there's a billion dollars that is not accounted for. Like, so that's like the real question. Like, what's going on there? Like, there's a billion dollars that we just don't know what's happening with, you know, yeah. like, like, that's not something that, you know, maybe you should figure it out, you know, so maybe they are going to figure that out, but I doubt it. They'll, I, yeah, I doubt it. One Congress of the things that freaks me out. One of the things that freaks me out about that is like you, when you start diving into things and you start seeing where all this taxpayer money is supposedly going is you start seeing like this, we're running rats on treadmills in Egypt for 43 days at a time, you know, like, like and we're, and it costs $4.6 billion. And you're like, but why? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's just, yeah, there's more, like a billion dollars is not accounted for every year. There's probably like hundreds of billions of dollars that is accounted for. That's just like, you know, ballooned up or disproportioned or like doesn't even. Yeah. None of that even makes sense when you actually calculate it out and stuff like that. So I also take yes, the opinion. Of, I like Jack's theory here. If I can't, if I can't, uh, if, if, if I can't affect change, like I can only affect change in my small bubble of friends and people that I know and stuff like that. And that's all I'm really concerned about. So anything outside of that, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to it and take interest in it and I'll have conversations about it. But uh, in the end, I'm more concerned about like, you know, what's going on with the people's lives around me and how can I help and you know, what's, what's, what's going on with all that and stuff. You know what I mean? So, so you're not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> I'm saying that that's outside in the end of the day, that's outside my bubble. So like we can sit here and have a funny conversation about it, but like, yeah, I, I think it's a distraction okay. and uh, right. Yeah. Tending his garden. Tend your garden I think there, is, there is, there is like multidimensional thing to a reality, you know, like I think there is a four dimensional space that, that we don't perceive and stuff like that. Uh, you know, so I think there is, there is something, you know, there is obviously stuff that we don't see that's around us. Uh, and it's not going to look like a spaceship traveling from another solar system. It's not going to look like that. That's just, that doesn't make sense to me in my head. Um, it's going to be something else. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right on. Deanna, did uh, you tell me a distraction or not? What do you think? I don't know. It just seems like it's more nonsense, but. I didn't really pay attention to any of it that came out. The only reason why I knew was because this kid at work that stays current with everything was talking about it, but um, whatever. I don't think it is going to interest anybody. <laughs> How does that affect those now that we're talking about it so openly? You guys that don't, I mean, literally care. Like, it doesn't affect your lives. Like, uh, how do you feel that the governments just came out and said that aliens exist, that there are, they didn't tell you what they were, but they said that something not here that is a threat to your security exists out there and no one batted an eye i'm just curious to see why like what your thoughts are on that stuff yeah i'm i dude i'll tell you me like i'm thinking for my from my point of view i'm like the first thing i thought was oh my god they finally admitted it and then i go why why yeah. like they why have they been people keeping like us this are like oh he, yeah they said it but they're full of shit and we don't believe them yeah. and then y'all heard it but don't care and I just think that that's interesting. It's because, like, practically, what am I going to do with that information, you know? It's like... Well, does that, like, change the way that you feel about your relationship to reality and the cosmos and anything like that? 
I've always known the universe is huge. There's stuff out there we don't know about. There's stuff on our own planet we don't know about. That's right? what I'm like, saying. It's, like, it's like it's them you know? saying that it's the equivalent of them going, "Hey, we found a new shark." Yeah. And this like, is the effect that it's had on everybody. It's like, hey, we found a new shark. You know, it's super deadly and it can kill you, but um, just but don't mean, go in the internet. Like, that's that time for yeah. them to say something if we're just kind of all discarding it. Because if they had done this a lot earlier, then panic. Then that would have been a panic situation. But the but the world is way more open to a lot of whatever now. Yeah, but what all, I, mean, all, I didn't know anything TikTok, about man. this, but what I was reading, it, was it really the government that said this, or was it just the three mili it's former military people that came forward saying this is what it is, and the government's just having a hearing over it? I don't, I don't think from what I've read, the government yeah. hasn't said that this is a thing as much as it's well, said. Obama, well, Obama, maybe Obama, like some unidentified was on stuff the show. out there that we need to research more. It's kind of what yeah, I was getting it's, it's, it's yeah, not I agree. like they created the an page. alien in front of us. It's not like they said, oh, look, here's the ship. We found it. Area 51. Let's just open that up. So there is a lot of skepticism because I don't trust a lot of what the government tells me. So why am I going to? I mean, there's no proof other than the videos that we've been looking at for years being told are all fake or, you know, this or that. It's not enough for me to be worried about. And like Jack said, if a fleet of aliens come and attack our planet, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do about it anyway. What if they don't attack? What if they just land and say, hey, your government's full of lizard turd pedophilias and it's actually a mistake and we apologize. <laughs> you, can do anything you, you can do anything you want with your life. The mistake has been corrected. Time and money don't matter. It's sort of a reset. What would you do? Uh, jump up and down and have a I life. would sign up. So, yeah. <laughs> last starfighter i want to know yeah, this this last starfighter heck like, yeah where's my this greg is, this, let's go this is what i found interesting though is because those are the sort of implications we're talking about here this is you guys not ever paying a power bill again that's that zero point field energy that's flying around above your heads that the government is alluding to the fact that they have recovery of that you don't have to do fossil fuels you don't have to um, go through brownouts and shit like that and people die in cold and heat and like extreme heat and stuff that's the implication of this technology and, and it's your government that just kind of said yeah, yeah but it's a threat but it's not a threat from the thing that has it it's a threat from the people who have it keeping you going no darling we got to keep the house at 80 even though it's 111 out like that's bullshit we, none of us should mm -hmm. live like this and the things flying around above us show that that's free energy. However it got here, it's free energy. And it takes all of us out of this bullshit. And that's the implication. That's what I find so fascinating. That yeah. they, oh, well. And that's what we're, we've been talking a lot about lately. This is beyond technology. It's consciousness. And just uh -oh. like that, Brandon was gone. I, yeah. He lives in the middle of nowhere. He lives in the middle of nowhere, so sometimes uh, it sometimes it bails. Brandon, you're back. They on to him, man. They sh he should have been protected. There, so. there you go. You know, it's funny you have the, the aluminum hat because it's made out of aluminum now, not tinfoil. Here's another hijacking of your consciousness. Mm. That wouldn't do shit. <laughs> I love you, overlords. I didn't mean it. <laughs> tinfoil, get the real shit. Yeah, it's just pretty tinfoil. So like going going to the Mandela effect. I'm not going down the Mandela no. effect road. We're not going down this road. No, let's go. Down, <laughs> go down conspiracy theories all day long. Um, 
And you know what? Like uh, Darren was right. Like uh, the government hasn't necessarily said that the aliens are real, no, but there's been right. people, people from the government who have, or at least had some type of high, whatever clearance have come out and said these things, which doesn't mean anything, I guess until, and like Bobby said, until you have a body, until you see literally see something and we see video, it's just like Bigfoot. I know I've seen Bigfoot in my brain when I was a 17 year old, but it could have just been some bum in the woods, which I mean, you know, I live close to Houston. It totally could have been a bum. And video in itself as a form of evidence is becoming less and less reliable. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, yeah I don't with all the AI and stuff yeah. coming out now, it's it's scary how accurate it can be. So, right. Mm-hmm. Then the question, and it's interesting, we start talking about free energy and how it's being held from you, and all of a sudden I glitch out and have to come back into media. I just think that's interesting. Right, <laughs> uh, right at the point where I'm here empowering all of you about how you're – you're way more powerful and that's the re- what the what the real crux of this is is your power and so that's what's interesting about this is because yes we know that the governments are saying whatever they're saying we know that we don't believe a fucking word that they're saying so what would it take for you to enjoy benefit the realization that you were part of something so massive and that just wants to share itself in all of the glory with you the answer is probably the way that it's been formulated throughout the contact experience because i've talked to hundreds of people who have been interfaced with this phenomenon whatever it is and it has changed them i don't know what it is it's very subjective it ties into a lot of things but it changed them and so you could say then that really what we're being prepared for is this thing landing and making a very personal intimate contact with you and through the narrative we've been given is yeah they're real but ooh, they're scary yeah they're real but they're gonna poke you in the butt like maybe (laughs) but maybe it's nothing like that at all but maybe you've been told that to fear something that's so awesome and that will Free you all and the lizard turd parasites that have overlaid over the sovereign nation that this used to be. Yeah, but maybe it's nothing at all. It still could be nothing at all. It still it could, could be, be nothing. nothing at all. Just smoking. Yeah. I mean, that is still a possibility, right? That oh, is just a possibility. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. All everything's on the table, which is why this conversation is awesome. Because before aliens <laughs> weren't a thing, or before if they were, it didn't matter. But now the way it's being talked about is that it's a possibility, and that's what the slogan of my show is. It's not oh this is what aliens are it's the expansion of consciousness cleverly disguised as a podcast and that's the whole point is that you expand consciousness by critical thinking you know mastering life is the mastering of the asking of questions and so through that you gain the awareness of possibilities and this is where you escape this idea where your government presents an either or option to you because you're so wired to see this place in a new way you don't have a subjective that you you have so much more of an open view of this place where dichotomy exists, where there are multiple points of view that are true and absolutely exist in the same place at the same time that would have contradicted one another in the past. That no longer applies. And this is why this is interesting. It's because we talk now about the possibilities. So that's where you start to dissolve limitation. And that's where things get exciting as a societal level. I like what you're saying there. You know, I mean, it's funny, you know, so you know, we can have this conversation right here. You, you know, it's theoretical right you know in some aspects of it you know we're branching out but a hundred years ago when jules verne you know was just now trying to bring in uh, you know science fiction right you know right. as fiction oh, as literature right yeah. so you had a small acceptance level but as right. uh, you know our technology and uh, information sharing has changed 
you know, different people, you know, have been sharing different ideas in a fictional sense, right? And finding a little bit of truth. And that's just morphed over the years to where we can talk about and, you know, and giggle about Stargate or Star Trek or, you know, I mean, there's a ton of uh, 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 fictional uh, books I've read over the years. I mean, hundreds of them, right? But you take all these little nuggets that were coming out of an individual's imagination, right? And we hear these stories and then we develop our own imagination and theories and we share them in our our, our media and our technology now it's really uh, grown into our society so that way we've got these great concepts you know that as a culture and just as a people you know that we can entertain all this where we're not just shocked and thinking oh my gosh you know but we're like okay i can see that you know i mean if technology walked in today that was a teleporter or just something you know crazy like that you know we'd be able to accept it because we've already kind of been indoctrinated to that that level of thinking, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's cool the way program. that you're fleshing it out. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the India. The first Indians that saw the conquistadors, supposedly they didn't actually see them. They were like literally almost to the shore, and because they couldn't fathom these giant ships on the sea, they just it was blank. They didn't see anything until all of a sudden they came on shore, and then they saw it, and it was like right there. It's like they magically appeared. I always liked that. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, but it's not. I, like know, I, mean, I, I agree with that because they were called. Uh, they were dropped by great birds, right? When they were referring to the sails of the ships. Right? Yeah, the invisible yeah. ships. Yeah, that the conquistadors were sailing over on. I've heard this is one. I'm with you on your skepticism of this lobster, dude. I um, I've thought about this as well because if they were that close to the water, they were seafaring people. They at least had boats. And really, one of the contentions was is the that they could see the wake, but they couldn't understand what was making it. And it's like, well, they had a variety of things to pick from. There was a consistent wake, but it wasn't a whale because whales do that and go back. So there were all sorts of things psychologically to where I think it's it's an awesome story. And it has to do with the ability to articulate something and to show someone something in a way they couldn't have seen before on their own. And But I'm with you now. I'm also with you on the possibilities of it. It could either be absolutely true and it's a fascinating psychological experiment. Because also scientists will go back and say that we couldn't always see the blue, the colors that we could see now like blue came to us later like there's blue fucking everywhere what are you talking about but for some reason they say that we could not see the color blue and that we evolved into that but there, were well, people there are painting. people today that have additional cones in their eye that can see colors into the ultraviolet light range uh, yeah, that we cannot see so yeah colors i can't even describe when i come back from psychedelics and they're very very real in our reality so it's it's a very interesting thing and it all has to do with perception this is why like you were talking about the stuff being put out like aliens crafts all of these things and why it's so blase it's because it's very deliberately been woven into our societies from the fabric of humanity so you have oil paintings of the virgin mary with ufos beaming lights down on her this phenomena has been with humanity since we've been here it's in paintings galore petroglyphs all over the place many cultures knew very openly about this we're the ones that were gaslight against it it's just interesting it's all around you you can see it everywhere Dude, absolutely. Like that's like when I first started seeing the paintings and all, I mean, and, and they're not terribly old, you know, like 1500 paint, you know, from 1500 or whatever, but you're seeing, yeah. and, but you're looking at them and you, that's like, that's a UFO and it's got a beam coming out of it yeah. onto the Virgin Mary or onto Jesus or onto whatever. And there's always these things flying around in the sky that look like what we would describe as like maybe an alien craft or whatever, but like, if it wasn't, what 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 the heck were they painting? Were they just being artistic? Were they just like, you know what? I think I think birds look like a flying saucer. 
and they just spent a lot of time on this little tiny thing in the corner that's doing, I mean, or was it a message? Was it some type of message to somebody else? Like when Dante wrote, you know, when, or when uh, the Dante's Inferno was written, like that was a message to somebody, you know, like the whole thing was artistic. It has nothing really to do with him traveling all the way through all the different le levels of hell. Like that doesn't go necessarily with the Bible, but it was a message and it was a message to the government about him being exiled and all kinds of things. So do you think in these paintings that maybe when they're th making these little, uh, I don't know, UFO looking things or whatever, maybe it's a message to somebody, not necessarily that it's a, a UFO, but that it's a, a big middle finger to you about something they're dealing with, with, I don't know, government life. The whole phenomenon is a metal finger to reality. The whole phenomenon. It's a, <laughs> it's a whatever you monkeys or whatever have come up with, like this is your metal finger. And it's all the same thing. I, I feel um, all of it's connected in some way. That's why it changes constantly. I think it has so much more to do with time than we understand. I had Mike Rigsecker. We recorded his second episode. He's a author, uh, real cool dude. And uh, we were to, he had a, has a new book about time that came out. That's one thing that we were really talking about. I've been fascinated with that concept of that they, basically our world isn't a world, it's a realm, and that there's just this plane of existence, and it extends way beyond what we're told, by the way, which could be part of where that missing money is going. Not a flat earth of, of sense, but just a, a realm in which we exist that we perceive this place as. And then it's just governed by time. So cyclically, this place wipes itself clean, a new civilization comes on, and you have a speed dating with Gaia, basically. And then you have these thousand year reigns, 10,000 year reigns, but this is an infinite stack of time this direction and that way, not this way and that way. So really it's all stacked. So what you're seeing are crap from the future. And then whenever you see like a demon or something, maybe these stories come about, maybe it was a real entity or a being or a creature that lived in this place. And that time is fluid at some points or some junctures or for electric anomalies or geomagnetic anomalies that are fascinating that had to do with these time slip stories, which are super interesting. You have stories about like a grandmother, uh, these three guys walk into a cabin and they see to clean out their grandmother's cabin after she passed. And in her favorite chair, they see her grandmother sitting there, but she was already dead. They were there to clean it out. They freak out and turn around and run out of the room. Later, when they're cleaning out the grandmother's house, they find her diary. In her diary, dated some 50 years before, it said, oh, my God, I was sitting on the in, in the chair today looking at the door. And all of a sudden, three ghosts walked through the door and it scared me half to death. And then they just vanished. Those are time slips like that kind of shit happening here. And there are hundreds of stories like this. So when you take that into account, then you think these little machines, whatever they are, time travel, dude. It's just traveling to different planes of existence, points of time on this plane of existence. And who knows what that is? I mean, it's like, like I said, this place is way more magical and fascinating than any you know then your then the authority figures would like for you to know because it's just so cool like there's so much cool shit here that really uh you don't have to like be a slave to that shit which is what it really in, empowers you to do is to go no thank you and that's what they don't it can also be nothing it can be nothing <laughs> it can also be nothing i mean it could be nothing you know <laughs> maybe okay. maybe like the guy who was drawing the ufo thing like he just thought that was pretty you know, maybe the hieroglyphic that looks like a helicopter, the guy just farted and made a mistake while he was drawing the <laughs> hieroglyphic, you know. Maybe the lady was just like, you know, she wasn't getting any attention, so she came up with this story so that she could get some attention. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe it's nothing. No, no, no. Uh, I will tell and you this. this. So Ryan and I watched... Ryan and I watched a movie last night called, what was it, Cave of Bones off Cave Netflix. Of Bones. You guys... 
Oh my gosh. It's pretty interesting. It was good. Um, so what did I think? I, I thought that it was um she kept calling it Littlefoot, like the like, little dinosaur from like uh the land before time. I I believe they could be little foots if Bigfoot's but are real. She, what she means is like they're it's like Bigfoot oh, like creatures, but they're tiny. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pygmies. I think that's yeah. interesting. Well, they said it was like this is actually bigger than pygmies. This is this is it, it's somewhere between it's somewhere bigger than um oh my gosh, I can't remember what ape they called it. But anyway, it it's it's very human like, but it's also very ape like, but it's also very small, but it's still bigger than most apes, not the gorilla, obviously. Anyway, it's a fascinating Netflix thing. It's only about an hour and 15 minutes long, but it's fun. It's to pretty interesting. Yeah. Cause they found these bones in a cave and, and there's a lot too. And it's not just, <laughs> and it's not just a cave. It's like they had to enter the cave, crawl up a cave, crawl down a tiny, tiny little hole with their dead bodies, bring the dead bodies down through this thing, find a giant cavern, make fires rest for a second, then go crawl through another tiny, tiny little thing until they come into a a chamber and it's not something they made it's something that just naturally existed but the whole way they went they marked it with tools and this i think they said it was 300,000 years three, old about three that's what they said like like it was a pretty pretty old anyway long story short it's a, it's a really fun watch and i recommend you guys go check it out yeah yeah josh was... gates huh? josh gates that guy that does expedition unknown do something uh, where he went down some of those and that's in spain right it's different than what you're talking about. It's different. Yeah, I don't remember where, where was this. Like, there's a lot of old bones. I want to say world. South Africa for some reason, but I, I don't think know. I think that I don't remember where it was actually. That's funny because it was like the last thing we watched at the end of the night. It was like I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm about to fall asleep. Put on something I can fall asleep to, and we put this on. I'm like, yeah, wait, hold on. The wrong call. <laughs> but it was cool. Right. It was interesting. Okay, guys. We so know, you guys. I want to, I want to, we're going to change this up real quick and, uh, no more bring, aliens. We're, we're not doing no, more I aliens or more conspiracy <laughs> theories. We've been talking for about an hour, which is fantastic, which wow. is all the time I wanted oh. to take up. And you guys are more than welcome to stay and talk with me, uh, after this, we're going to do the raffle and stuff, but this is because I like to be, um, selfish and stuff. I want to hear, your favorite memory of me, and we're gonna start with Deanna. Make one up. I don't care. Just Why make it up. Because you <laughs> <laughs> you're on the left side, you're right there on the screen. It doesn't have to be a favorite memory. Just how about a memory? Just be like, all oh, right, this one time Ryan did a thing, and then we'll go. Okay, cool. Played a guitar on. one time, I think. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Jack's already got his. Jack's done. Checked. <laughs> Played his guitar one time. Okay. Brandon, somebody, Deanna, whoever. Say that you one more time. Sorry. You at Christmas time always stands out to me. It's because I'm weird. You mean the time like that they had it at their house? Oh, yeah. Oh, when we yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Sweater I was like, moments cooking and, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 We've done some. I feel cool like, stuff I like, oh, Ryan did this really silly thing that really made me laugh. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. Cooking. I don't know. You're like, cooking a makes sense. Myself. That makes sense. I like cooking. It's good. Darren, you're next because you're sitting right there. Uh, Just make up one. Uh, no, I mean, I got some, one thing that I remember. Uh, it's not a funny thing or anything, but it's probably it's my first Ryan memory. And it's uh, I, I don't remember what the occasion was, but we were here at our house. It was nighttime. You and I at least were out at the pool 
and we were just having a talk and I remember that, yeah. you, you were asking you liked our place you know what do you got to do to get something like this kind of thing oh yeah, yeah. that's right so i was still a musician <laughs> um yes i believe so yeah 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 you weren't you weren't doing the uh the the inspection stuff or any of that and, right okay yeah it was it was um i right remember that i was picking your brain i think it was the first time i met you to be totally honest the first time I met you was in your other house. Uh, you guys were like doing renovations before you sold it. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. And, okay. But that was like one time and it was real brief. I was like the new boyfriend. Right. But we, we had this it. house at the same time though. So I think, oh, okay. had, I think it was the same time frame. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right on. All right. I take it. So my favorite memory was really, I had gone to y'all's house and it was like my birthday or something. And you were late coming home from work. And so you weren't going to be able to make it to dinner with us. So you brought home this cute little stuffed teddy bear and like a card for me. I still have that. Aww. That was a very long time ago. So that, that was super sweet, I thought. Yeah, I remember doing that. That was fun. All right, Jack, make up. Some oh, no, Jack already did it. He already oh, said no, the, guitar that the, one time. I have one. It was uh, me and Lily where we were coming over to stay with y'all for a little bit. We were just hanging out. It's like one of the first times we just hung out. And it, I think it was like a Minions like party game or something. Yeah. And the, one of the guy's names that you already had pre-programmed into your system was F-U-K. And mm. I was young and I found that so funny. We were just laughing about it forever. <laughs> so it was just like a little with a little shitty grin. It was just like. <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh, wait a second. These are like cool ants they have curse words that was at the apartment yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know that was funny <laughs> i love that that's great and you know i'm only doing this because it's my birthday and i can and i can so thank you guys and for indulging me and i really appreciate mm -hmm. this stuff lobster your turn make something up uh well i mean i'm gonna just bring up the, the thing that you just sent me a picture of uh and that's me you don and byron sitting on the floor of your new apartment uh that we were moving stuff to and playing like no furniture no nothing and byron brought floor. like a super complicated sci-fi board game with a thousand pieces and we started playing and uh and then like later on i ended up doing this board game and it had an option to put myself in the board game yeah no that's, that's me in the board game and then later on um there was the next set uh was in space and then they had a uh they had a uh one of the one of well in the first game it, there was a cook and in the new game they made him a lieutenant cook and i was like <laughs> lieutenant cook it has to be ryan cook yeah. hey. so i got ryan in the board game for for the that next one and i need to give i need to come and give this to you Dude, i know no. you bought the game I but bought I the, the game. I, dude, I bought the game and like seeing the my face on a character in the game is freaking hilarious. <laughs> Do you have the card? I haven't given you this yet. Right? I don't have the I don't have the card. I have a picture. No, of I have to give this card. to you. I, it's been like years and I need to give this to you, but I have it. I, I have it here for you. Ready? I just love, I love it. That's Aww. perfect. And thank you. That's so great. Uh Bobby, David. Of course the dog's banging on the door. Yeah. She's like, let me in. <laughs> Rob, what's the game? Uh, the game is called well, the yeah, it's called the Dark Escape the Dark Sector, and it's like a story-driven game where uh, you're 
you flip over a card and it'll be like, it's very descriptive. Like you walk through a musky corridor and like a, like a space alien jumps out and attacks you. And then you can either fight or, you know, run away, but you have to get through as a team. If one person dies, it's co-op game. And if one person dies, you lose. So the four of you have to make it escape the, the, the alien derelict ship, you know, the ghost ship or whatever. It's like a uh, TTRPG adjacent thing. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's, and and they, yeah. they do things where they, 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 they release the vinyl record that's got like spooky space noises that you can play in the background. Oh, you know, it's God. usually a game you would like turn the lights off and kind of play and kind of a... Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good game. They also have one called Escape the Dark. The first one is Escape the Dark Castle. And it's like uh, more... You're all like peasants, essentially. And you get it to the mist. It's more fantasy-based than sci-fi-based. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That does sound neat. Dude, I love this. I, and you know, I've got that game sitting in the cellophane in the next room, sitting on top of my vinyl collection. Because I'm not going to play it till you come over. So come on over. Because you're the Lord. But I mean, maybe not in this whole realm. Because I don't know, Bobby and David and uh, Jack are pretty good. Man, hell, Deanna and Darren. Everyone here is actually pretty good at board games. So I don't know who to tell the Lord. Have you ever played a board game? No, I don't think I ever have. I've I don't just think been we ever have. No, like not together. <laughs> but I've watched you guys all play them on the internet. And but Lobster uh, has probably been the person who's introduced us the most yeah. to board games. Yeah. And like, I mean, Killer Bunnies was my favorite game ever for a little while. You know, like these are these. Are, now it's not even a board game. That's a card game. But still, it was so much fun. And then you bring Close that thing that you were bring you were talking about, like when we got that first apartment, and it was the most expansive crazy game i'd ever seen in my life and that basically people had to be like ryan just roll these dice or okay no ryan <laughs> now you do this okay now you do this yeah. like okay you know it was fun but that game know. was called eclipse and yeah it was a full eclipse. galactic civilization sim yeah it was huge it was huge it took up the entire living room <laughs> i was like what are we gonna what's the, it was what a good thing, thing you didn't have time frame we yeah. had space to grow <laughs> Perfect did we timing. Finish it. I we don't did even, not finish. I don't think we. No, finished we did that not game. finish that game. Like, this hurts my brain, y'all. I was so I couldn't follow. <laughs> it was a lot. But, hey, Don, putting you on the spot. This know. is what this whole podcast has been about: putting people on the spot. What's your favorite memory of me? Spot. Oh dear. Ooh. I've known you. Uh, I have so many favorite memories. Just of you. make up one. This is the whole thing. I'm trying to wrap this thing up. <laughs> oh my goodness all right we'll let her think about it well da, 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 when you proposed i mean come on <laughs> it was so cute no you were oh, so nervous no. but it was really amazing. it was i was shaking like a leaf dude and you the funniest part is i really didn't know until you like got on down on your knee and i was like oh that's what he's been trying okay i get it now <laughs> yeah i well i tried to take her to the bench that we like had our first kiss on inside this park and the bench got taken away oh no Stupid parks Uh-oh. parks and recreation took our first bit so hey, like, i want i go have this whole plan yeah, like, yeah aliens <laughs> took the bench have this whole plan walking her in like oh crap it's not there what do i do now what do i do now panic ensues you know like and we're walking out of the park she's like why did we even do this we were supposed to go grocery shopping you're like i let her go in front of me a little bit then get on you know get on my knees or whatever or and i'm like hey will you marry me 
You were shaking. It was bad. It was very. I really. And it, we had gotten into a fight the you know the week before or whatever because I kept saying I was like I'm never gonna get married. That's stupid. That's a dumb institution. Why would you ever want to do that? And That's right. We got into a fight. She slept on the couch. <laughs> I think well, my I actually didn't say yes. I said really. Like, <laughs> will you marry really? <laughs> well, it was because like I was trying to throw her off the scent because. She, <laughs> I had had that ring for, I don't know, like a month or two. And I thought maybe she found it when I was traveling. So when she kept bringing up this marriage thing, I was like, okay, how do we do? What do I got to do? Like Distraction, <laughs> like our government's doing. And be like, no, it's never going to happen. That's stupid. Full <laughs> circle, oh. Ryan. I like the full oh. circle. All back, yeah. Well, man, yeah, so I'll that's off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, I'll say, you. you know, no, I've got, well, shoot. I mean, there's, there's so many things, but I think there, there's two things, memories that have come up that are just sitting in my head. And it's not the first time I've met you, but I really remember the time. It was the first time that you and I walked off at my mom's house and actually just smoked a cigarette together. Right. Yeah. And we're out just, just me and you, nobody else is around and we're smoking. And, you know, it seemed like when you were always around me, you know, you're, Kind of just not, you know, just I don't know what to say, do that. This guy, you're out. Yeah, that was when you were had that bandana always tied around your arm, you know, and stuff. And oh, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, you're tugging on it. And then we were just talking and shooting the shit. You know, and I'm talking about going and clubbing and doing crazy stuff, you know, like back when I was a young, dumb, and, and crazy. And you kind of let down, like, really? You know, and then it, it was like a, cha- a shift, right? You know, it was like you know, we finally connected and we're talking about stuff. And, yeah. you know, that was fun. You know, I loved that. You know, I just, because like your whole demeanor to me, you're like, okay, this guy's all right. You know, oh, and okay. then, uh, not a narc. Cool. Let's be cool. <laughs> not a narc, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. I guess the collar or whatever, you know, but, uh, and no, it had nothing. It had yeah. nothing to do with it. It was just that you're the the older brother. You know, it was like, okay, I gotta like mind my p's and q's here. <laughs> yeah, I need to be. Fair. I need to be nice. That's fair. It was beautiful, yeah. dude. It's beautiful. I, I, what's the other one? You said you had two. Yeah. So uh, it was when uh, I came over to y'all's place when y'all were out in Kingwood. I think it was the first time, first or second time I came to y'all's house, and yeah. it was just me because I was over there for work, right? And uh, we were just chilling in the back patio. I think Don was off doing something, you know, or, you know, but you're barbecuing and we were just sitting there and, uh, you know, we were just hanging out, you know, and, uh, you know, was I think it was time. the first time you and I ever drank a beer together. Right. Yeah. You know, and so we're just, just that hanging out, chilling. It was great. Yeah. It was, that was a good time. I remember that too. Yeah. That was, that was beautiful. We've had a lot of beautiful times together. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Bobby, you make up- one up. <laughs> well i don't have a specific uh, my memory is not that good for that wow. kind of thing but um i always have admired how much you loved lily and jack and you and dawn and you would you know take them in and go do fun things with them and they always had such a blast with you and you were you know this cool uncle but you got on their level and i've always really appreciated how much you've been in their lives um and then i also like that i can text you about legend of zelda yes anytime (laughs) anytime and i enjoy every single text message when you're like okay so i know i have been playing too much zelda when i think that this the banana spider outside of my house needs to be killed with the master sword or whatever whatever it was oh no that's what i text you back i said where's the master sword 
Dude, yeah, perfect. So. You guys are awesome. I love you all so much. This has been fantastic. So we're going to do, are we doing the raffle thing, Don? I, yeah, I guess. Did I turn this one? Oh, I win. Thank you. Uh, oh, here, you want to pick? It's your thing. All right. the dog pick. So somebody the after, dog. after we're done uh, recording, oh, wait, wait, uh, I'll wait. get an address and I'll either deliver it to you personally or you're just getting it, you know, snail mail. Okay. Ready, set? Here you go. Oh, it's a fancy thing. Yeah, it's the it. his nemesis hat. It's it's the hard <laughs> hat I hate the most. Oh no! Funny story. Yeah, well, that's a story we'll tell later. It doesn't have stickers on it. That's so you know he doesn't love it. It's brand new. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be David because I remembered his number because it's six. six. Oh. <laughs> Do we tell him what he wants? Well, you said we got to keep it a secret and let you. Well, wanna... at the beginning, I want to keep it a secret. All right. All right. I well, mean, you can. You can we'll tell it if you want. So, sure, show there's, me. There's a, you, can just, a, you can show me when you drive over here. That'd be great. There's a uh, well. There's a well. Maybe we'll have to do this together. There's a condition with it. Even if we don't do it together, you need to record yourself trying your new multi-dimensional Rick and Morty hot sauce collection. Oh, oh wow! Like I, I don't know, Rick. That looks kind of spicy. I don't know, Rick. I don't know, Rick. Like man, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the 13 for my fucking 40th birthday. You guys rock. I love every wow, single you're one of you. Dude, the other day I was talking to somebody. <laughs> uh, I was talking to somebody at work and uh, they were like, how old were you? I was like 40. I was like, and I just shaved because I wanted to try to look younger for a minute. And um, <laughs> they were like, oh, dude, you don't seem 40. I mean, like, like maybe 39. <laughs> cool dude yeah but he doesn't mention how many times he's had girls walk up to him i have recently. been getting hit on quite a bit which uh-huh. i'm kind of oh. exceptionally happy about like that does sure i don't like know that, like Bob. one last hurrah before yeah. it's all over mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i still got it yeah yeah that's what it was. brandon said something to me on the phone the other day he's like i just want to look pretty he was talking about me <laughs> i just want somebody I just want somebody to tell me i'm pretty like, yeah, you just want somebody to tell you you're pretty. That's okay. That's what I want. You guys don't get compliments yeah. enough, man. That's right. Yeah. I think you're pretty, Ryan. Thank you. you got you're, very, you're very pretty, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> I do all this peacocking for all of you. <laughs> That's right. Look at all this gray. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. You got real part of mouth. We're fine. Dude, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to end the recording, but I just wanted to say before I do, one more time. I love every single one of you. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for taking a little part of your Saturday today and a little part of your Wednesday the other day to uh, do this with me and um, much love. And I'll see you guys soon. And, uh, see y'all later. Love you, dude. Bye. 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 Bye.